Hello and welcome back to another episode of ST Talks. I'm Laura Demmer, your host, and today I have Dr. Juan Samper, ST Genetics Equine Program Manager, with us to tell us about the exciting launch of equine gender sorted semen and what this means for the equine industry. Welcome to the podcast today, Juan. Thank you, Laura. I'm excited to be here and share some of the things that we've been doing here over the last three years or so. As are we. So just to kick us off, could you give us a little background on yourself and your position within STGen today? Yeah, so I uh, right now I work uh, for ST as well as, uh, as for Texas A&M University. Uh, I'm a veterinarian. Uh, born and raised in Colombia, and did, did my PhD on, uh, you know, sperm reproductive physiology at the University of Minnesota. And I've been in and out of academia and private practice for, you know, most of my career. And in 2010, uh, Maurice Rosenstein and uh, Juan Moreno asked me to uh, come and uh you know, join ST, you know, to start the equine program. And, uh, you know, this was, you know, of course, 13, 14 years ago. And at that time, the company was in a different position. We did generate some information that was very important for us. But at that time, you know, we had, uh, you know, some limitations, particularly in terms of equipment and personnel. Right now, you know, we have uh, the company is in a very different position. They are excited. They're very supportive of the equine program. So, you know, that's that's what I do for for them. And what does this role, I guess, mean to you? And what is your mission within this position with ST Genetics? This is a very exciting thing for me, and and uh, you know I have. Uh, been looking for you know for this opportunity to really have an impact on the on the equine breeding industry for for a long time so so from a personal point of view is is a very stimulating professionally it's very stimulating you know to have the opportunity to to do this um, and then of course from the company perspective, I think that you know being able to implement this technology in the in the breeding industry, you know, has a lot of uh, a lot of potentially you know great uh, great things. So I'm I'm excited for ST to be able to start uh, working with horses on a more regular basis around the world, and I'm also excited for me because it's uh, it's stimulating professionally. And can you explain to us why this new release of gender-sorted equine semen is important to the egg industry? This is a very convoluted question, Laura, because <laughs> there is that there is you know in in horses, except for a very few uh, breeds uh, or you know breeds of horses, the non-desired gender doesn't have the price differential that you would have in dairy cattle. Okay. Or other other animals where you know there's a there's a big difference in the uh, between the price of the desired and non-desired gender. In fact, you know there is no economic burden. You know, in a lot of times when you have the non-desired sex when a foal is born, most people would like to have a 
live foal, no matter what the gender is. Okay. That's that's the first thing that people hope. Now, if they have the op- the option to choose, then that's an added benefit. In the recent past, there are a lot of breeds that have decided for many reasons, but have decided that they want specific a specific gender. The most clear one is the polo horses. Polo horses only want females to the point where if it is not a female, they will discard that pregnancy. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, and one of the things that happens with polo horses is that uh, the top handicapped players have decided that mares or fillies are they're quicker to learn they're more docile they have uh you know they have better mental you know uh, what would i call it you know mental capabilities to learn and play at a very high level and not only that but then they also have the residual value of a mare you know for the reproductive part mm-hmm. so so polo horses are are a big uh, you know are are a big uh, breed that that only wants females. Uh, the other ones now are uh, Arab horses, for example. They're very very keen on having fillies. Some of the quarter horses, uh, reining horses and race horses, they would prefer to have males. Cutting horses would prefer to have females, but then. You know, there's the other the other uh, component of this is that there are very many lines of horses that they would like to have a specific gender because they either want to breed that mare to potentially have a breeding stallion down the road, or they would have a replacement mare, you know, later on for, you know, for breeding, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. So there's there's a lot of different reasons why people want you know a specific gender. I think that every time as a horse breeder, every time that you breed a horse, you're always hoping for something. Right. You're either hoping for a female or hoping for you know for a male. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know if you have a live, healthy uh, foal, you know that's that's the the primary thing. Yeah. Well, thank you for that um, explanation. I obviously um, am not as aware on the equine industry, so that's very interesting to me. Um, So what do you believe is STGen's goal with this technology and product for the equine industry? The goal of STGen with equine sex-sorted semen, Laura, is to uh, basically get into, into the breeding industry, you know, with horses. Uh, and this has to be done in in different steps, and uh, of course, you know, sex sorted semen in horses is a very new uh, technology. Uh, so the first step that we have taken to be able to implement this into the industry is using it, uh, using the sex sorted semen for ICSI only, and ICSI is, is for those of you that are not familiar, is is intracytoplasmic sperm injection and what we do or what 
people do is they aspirate eggs out of a mare, mature those eggs, and then inject a single sperm into that egg, and then wait about five, six, seven days for it to develop into an embryo. You know, for that, what we what we do is we have uh, every stallion owner will you know, have to sign a contract. You know, we only do, we only do this through stallion owners because we need to make sure that they know how much semen they have and where that semen is going. They they sign a contract, and in that contract, what we do is we tell them that we guarantee a certain level of purity of the sperm. It's uh, about 95% you know, purity of the gender that they choose, as well as uh, you know, a minimum number, which is about 1 million sperm per straw. And with that million sperm per straw, they can inseminate you know, a, lot of, a lot of eggs on, on, in one session. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's, that's how it's working right now. You know, we're in the research stage of trying to look for options for fresh semen insemination, frozen semen insemination, but uh, we're still, we're still uh, you know, a bit away from that. Thank you for that explanation. And the launch of this product took place back in November, I believe, at the International Horse Show in France. Why was this chosen as the place to bring gender-sorted semen to the market? It was sort of a soft launch that we did, you know, in in France. And and the reason why France was chosen uh, was because uh, USGLE has a keen interest in exporting genetics to Europe. And, uh, you know, when they heard that... SD was getting into the horse business, they thought, well, this is a great opportunity to go and showcase our product in a, uh, basically, it was a horse trade show called Equitalion. And Equitalion is one of the two or three largest horse uh, trade shows in, in the world. Uh, they said, you know, over over about five days, there's over 500,000 people that go through the doors to this trade show. Wow. So we wanted to be there because in, in Europe, we had not done much except for, you know, a couple of, of little, very small trials in, in England with Cogen. We had not done anything in the rest of Europe. So we wanted to, one, raise awareness that we existed as a company in, a, in the horse world and try to gauge if there, you know, what kind of interest there was from people in France. I mean, most of the people that attend this, uh, this trade show are French. French breeders, French riders, French, uh, you know, all kinds of different uh different businesses, saddles, and what have you. So we wanted to sort of gauge if there was interest and sort of start developing a little bit of a, of a mailing list, you know, for people that expressed interest and, and things like that. So, so this was not sort of the official launch because, you know, we still had to 
get all our you know ducks in a row in terms of contracts and labs and things like that. But this was, you know, certainly the first time that we made a big splash in trying to let people know that, you know, this was this was available in the horse industry. That's excellent. And what was the reaction of the industry to this soft launch in France? Yeah, this, you know, we we were very, very, uh, very happy, you know, with what we saw. Uh uh, Mr. Uh, Moreno, Juan Moreno was there and, you know, we saw that, you know, it was just a constant flow of people coming and asking and, you know, making comments and positive comments all the time about, you know, about this technology. So most people in, in Europe are using a laboratory in in Italy to do, you know, their breeding you know, with, uh, you know, this kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, so they were very happy to to see that this was available and they wanted to know when it was going to be available and, you know, the results and things like that. So that is very exciting and great that it was so well accepted. So what problems or issues do you believe equine gender sorted semen solves for the equine industry? Well, you know, there's there's a little bit of a philosophical answer to that question because I think that one of the things that happens, uh, at least in the United States, there has since 2008 or so, uh, when we had that big recession, a lot of people were tied up for money and they there was a lot of uh, unwanted horses. Mm-hmm. in, in uh, you know, basically, you know, in, in North America. And you would see that there was a lot of people that started to uh, abandon horses and not being able to feed them and, you know, things like that. That, that has, you know, gone away, you know, significantly. But people now pay a lot more attention to what they want to breed and why they want to breed a horse. So, I think that, you know, going back to the first question about, you know, why gendered sorted semen, I think that this provides a lot of opportunities for somebody to say, okay, I want a filly out of this mare and be able to get the filly out of that mare instead of, I want a filly, but oh, you know, too bad, I got a colt and now I got to breed the mare again to be able to get my filly and maybe I get two colts in a row and I want to breed her again. You know, so now you have two undesired, you know, offspring, you know, to finally try to get the one that you want. Or you might never get the one you want. So so I think that it does help in many ways to alleviate, you know, this uh, unwanted horse notion that, that exists in North America. And Juan, how do you believe this will shape the equine industry moving forward. At the very beginning, we, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, the the benefits of, of uh, you know, for certain breeds uh, to be able to select the, the gender of the offspring. Uh, and I still think that, uh, you know, there's a number of situations where people will breed a horse hoping for, you know, a filly or a colt, 
And if they don't have to play the guessing game, but they know that they're, you know, for sure going to get, you know, or for sure not, but, you know, with a 95 or 96, 97% chances that they're going to get what they're hoping for, then they can plan their breeding program. They can choose their fillies for, you know, uh, as brood mares later on, uh, you know, select their stallions, uh, you know, based on, on the offspring. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of benefits. And as I said before, they're not going to have this unwanted, uh, unwanted animal uh, and, and I would say it's not unwanted because a lot of times you're surprised when you get the non-desired, maybe it's a better word, the non-desired uh, gender, those horses can still be worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, they want something for a very specific reason, right. whether it's economic reasons or whether it's sentimental reasons but they always have their hopes on something. Mm-hmm. Well, Juan, as we wrap up this podcast, is there anything else you want to share with us about your department or this technology for the equine industry? Thank you, Laura. And, and yes, I, I think that we are, we're in the very, uh, very first steps of something that is very exciting I think that uh, this is going to fill a very specific uh, niche in the equine industry. It, certainly, it's not going to be for you know every stallion and every mare, uh, but I think that it is going to be a very important uh, option for people that uh, are hoping for a desired offspring. Um, you know, ST is uh, is committed to to this program. Uh, they have a lot of support, and I have been fortunate to you know be working at Texas A and M at and at ST at the same time. Uh, having one foot in each place, you know, has benefited both places. ST benefits from having access to horses to do the research that needs to be done to be able to implement some of these uh, technologies. And uh, of course, the university has access to the sorters that otherwise they would not be able to have. So I think that that is a win-win situation. And a good example of that is that 12, 13, 14 years ago, we needed to have the sorter, the stallion, and the mare in the same location. And of course, from, you know, from a logistical point of view, it it didn't make sense, you know, to have a sorter every place that there was a stallion. Because of the cooperation between ST and Texas A&M, now we're able to ship semen from every place in the country to the lab in Navasota to be able to be sex sorted. So that was the first, uh, the first uh, goal that we had, you know, to be able to start uh, getting into into uh, the the equine industry. So so we're happy that you know this is this is starting to move forward. Uh, more and more people are are learning about it, and uh, you know, and I think this will be a great thing for years to come. 
Well, it sounds very exciting, Juan, and I look forward to learning more and hearing more as this division evolves and becomes more well-known throughout the equine industry. But I just want to thank you for sharing all of your knowledge um, and for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, Laura. This was another episode of ST Talks. If you liked what you heard, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching ST Talks or ST Genetics. And if you want to learn more about ST Genetics, visit our website at stgen.com or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or X. And from all of us at ST Genetics, we hope you have a great day.